What is up, all you beautiful humans? Hi. Today, I'm talking about how to be your own best friend. Funny little side note. I <laughs> I typed this into Google because I was like, who else has had this thought? Well, lots of people, actually. But a lot of people have also had a thought that is called how to be your own grandpa. And um, I was shocked that that popped up so high in the Google search results. But apparently there's a way to be your own grandpa. And it involves like your dad marrying a widow and then you marry, no, dad marrying like the the daughter of a widow and then you marry the mom. It's fucked up. Don't do it. But if you want to Google it, you'll have a good chuckle. Life is weird and love is weirder. Doesn't that sound like a t-shirt quote? Life is weird and love is weirder. I typed to a man I haven't seen in months, in part because I've been seeing someone else and in part because of irreconcilable differences in values and extraordinarily opposing ideas about what constitutes a good life. He reached out to say, hey, no hard feelings, but I don't think we're going anywhere. A sentiment I had only assumed was true given the radio silence. My time with him was brief but nice and our parting ways was inevitable and mutual. I went on my merry way, enjoyed the Christmas holiday and haven't thought about it since. But recently, a good friend had a bad breakup, and I found myself typing the same thing. Life is weird, and love is weirder. She was doing the thing a lot of us do in the aftermath of a breakup, which is, you know, searching for closure, trying to make sense of it all, and rationalizing how or why it ended. She was thinking a lot about, like, oh, what was he thinking? What was he doing? What did he feel? Was it this thing I did? And no, the answer is no. Sometimes people just aren't meant for each other. Sometimes life is the pits, and sometimes it's amazing. Sometimes love lasts, and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes growing is painful, and sometimes it's necessary. Her heartache wasn't soothed much by my oh-so-sage advice, but what I was trying to get at is that, like, we all need to be our own best friend. This is what I was trying to tell her. Um, Life is weird and love is weirder, but if you can count on you, the disappointments don't feel quite so bad and you'll feel like, you know, you'll be less likely to feel abandoned. Friendship, like love, does not and cannot blossom overnight. As we chatted about our respective love lives, I was just like, oh my God, I love you so much. And I do. But I couldn't love her or anyone if I didn't love myself and I couldn't grow to love myself without significant alone time, the thought of which is really frightening to a lot of people. I wasn't able to be my own best friend without spending quality time with me. What an obvious yet strangely difficult task. Florence Falk, I don't know who that is, but she said something kind of profound. She said, we are meant to be in relationships with other people, but just as surely we are meant to partake of aloneness. To deny this part of our existence is a little like trying to walk the earth on one foot instead of two. To be your own best friend, you need to spend time with you. Embrace self-understanding, self-expression, and personal growth. Carl McBride is a PhD licensed family and marriage therapist, and she writes that adult children of narcissistic parents often have a hard time being alone because their primary caregiver continually betrayed their trust. At a young age, no doubt. So part of healing for um, anyone, but especially children of narcissistic parents, is to regain trust in oneself in order to trust others. And you might not trust yourself for various reasons. It might not just be that your parent was a narcissist, but that's a huge factor a lot of the times. Like a lot of problems that we have can be traced back to our childhoods. So one of the best benefits in engage of engaging in alone time is learning how to rely on yourself for all sorts of things, comfort, fun, joy, whatever. For some of us, this comes naturally. For others, it's a learned skill and one that takes time and effort to cultivate. So below... I have um, some tips to help you be your own best friend, embrace all the weirdness of life, and the love that is also weird. I feel like love is so weird. Like, it's so, like, not futile, but it's, like, here and then it's gone, you know? It's, like, very, I don't know the right word that I'm looking for, but it's like that. Number one, ways to be your own best friend. 
Validate or praise yourself. This is really important. If you don't don't learn to validate yourself, you'll constantly be searching for outward validation. And that's really unhealthy. You are wonderful, even if nobody tells you that. I had a boss, one of my first bosses. She used to say, like, I pat my own back. Like, good job, me. Like, she would just, like, hype herself up because she's like, no one else is fucking doing it. (laughs) And it was amazing. She taught me that. Number two, understand that you have inherent worth, similar to validating yourself, but different. You might praise or validate yourself for doing something or for being kind, but your inherent worth will crop up even when you're not doing anything. Um, Know that you have inherent worth, even in those moments when you might not feel like particularly worthy of having worth. Like if you're feeling like a lazy piece of shit, you can still have worth, right? Even if you didn't do anything quote unquote productive, or even if you made a mistake, like you still have inherent worth. Number three, laugh at yourself. The ability to laugh at yourself will come in handy many times over. Having a lighthearted and open attitude toward yourself will help you find harmony within yourself and cultivate like this humble and open attitude toward others as well. I just think it's a good way to show that you're not taking yourself too seriously. Laugh at yourself. It's okay. Number four, cultivate self-awareness. Pay attention to these things, your thoughts, your feelings, your beliefs, your assumptions, your behaviors, and your motivations. I know that's a lot, but um, this will help promote self-understanding, which is essential in any healthy friendship or relationship. Without being self-aware of who you are and what you do and why you do those things, you will never be able to have a genuine bond with yourself. Number five, learn how to comfort yourself. What an important skill. Often when left to self-soothe, we turn to lots of things that are maybe not so healthy, like food, drugs, sex, gambling, blah, 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 distractions, the internet. But engaging in unhealthy behaviors isn't actually comforting. It's self-destructive and you're probably just like avoiding your feelings. Instead of hiding your pain or avoiding it, learn to face it, embrace it, and deal with it in healthy, productive ways. Um, I don't know what a healthy, productive thing for you is, but I know that a healthy, productive thing for me is just to like write about how I'm feeling maybe, sort it all out in my brain, um, spend time alone, maybe just like go for a long walk, think about what's happening. But turning to something like like food would just make me feel worse. Like if I was just to like gorge myself or if I was to go shopping or <laughs> just spend time online, like none of that makes me actually feel better. Number six, learn to trust your judgment. Wow. Another important thing. If you don't trust your judgment, why would anyone else? Tuning into um, your intuition is a good first step if you know what that feels like. But also just trusting yourself to make good, healthy and sound decisions is crucial to loving yourself and being your best friend. Keeping the promises you make to yourself is an easy way to start trusting your judgment. Say you set a goal for yourself and each day you move closer to achieving that goal. If it's something like, I'm going to wake up at six every day and work out. You start doing that every day and then you start trusting yourself to do what you promised yourself to do. That's an easy way to start trusting your judgment. Um, Number seven, have fun alone. Again, if you don't like hanging out with you, why would anyone else? Take yourself to dinner, travel alone, pursue a hobby you're interested in, and learn to embrace things you enjoy by yourself. I used to love going to a Sunday matinee, like not like not like in like the summertime, but like maybe on a rainy day. Yeah, go take yourself to a movie. It's it's fun. (laughs) I enjoy it so much. Plus, it's nice to not feel limited or beholden to anyone when you pursue an interest that is uniquely yours. Number eight, be kind to yourself. How general, but also super important and easier said than done. We are often our own worst critics and harder on ourselves than we are on other people. One of my first therapists told me to treat myself like I would treat the very young child version of me. And that stuck because who would be mean to a child? Nurturing your inner child will make you a healthier, 
happier human and um, make you way kinder to yourself. It's really easy to be hard on yourself and you just, you don't have to be. Like, I don't know who told you that or where you found that or why you're hard on yourself, but it doesn't help and you don't, you don't have to be. Um, if you needed to hear that, there you go. And then I linked a few things like a book called Be Your Own Best Friend <laughs> by Chessie King. I don't know if Chessie's her real name. I, it's got like, it was on the Sunday Times bestseller list. I haven't read it, but maybe you should. Um, I feel like I don't need to. A similar but different book is called How to Be Your Own Best Friend. Be Your Own Best Friend and then How to Be Your Own Best Friend. So How to Be Your Own Best Friend is by a couple, actually. I think the wife passed away, but Mildred Newman and Bernard Berkowitz. Um, Berkowitz. I fucked it. I fucked up his name. Anyway, they're like a pair of brainiacs and um, probably being together helped them learn how to love themselves individually as well. So anyway, um, I hate talking so long. Bye.